0: PBC Online, a ministry of Old Pass Baptist Church in Northfield, Minnesota, coming to you live here. It is 2.06 p.m. on Wednesday, and we are back again, and I hope you had a good couple days here and you're ready to get into uh, Greg Locke's Halloween hell here. Uh, Yes, it's scary. Uh, It's scarier than Halloween because I believe that Greg Locke is imparting devils to children. I believe that's what all charismatics do. I believe they impart devils. uh, They share them. They pass them around, uh, and they mess their lives up completely and distract them from the gospel and distract them from the truth and distract them from... The walking with God and the normal Christian life, the one that God has given to every believer in Christ Jesus. Uh, And this is another installment of the damnable charismatics and uh, their wicked and false doctrine. And I never stop beating the drums against the charismatic movement. I always beat the drums against the charismatic movement, and by God's grace, until I'm dead, I will beat the drums against the charismatic movement. I'll sound the alarm against them and warn people of their pernicious ways, of their false doctrine, of their damnable heresies, and of their impartation of devils to people and their great distraction antichrist antics that distract people from the gospel of Jesus Christ and they trade it in for some circus sideshow it is a circus sideshow of events that that they traded in for and that's the work that they do that's who they are and that's what they're about we need only We honestly need only point out a few things, but we will point out many things. I have warned against Greg Locke. I have warned against him for a very long time. And I'll show you a few of those broadcasts that you can go back to. Okay? The most recent one is called Greg Locke's Demon Slayer Manual. Phony exorcisms. Okay, that's the latest one uh, that I did on him. Uh, Signs and lying wonders. Benny Hinn and Greg Locke. Uh, Two devils, two two devilish peas in the same pod. All right. Okay. And then Greg Lick, Greg Lick, (laughs) Greg Locke, Benny Hinn, wizards and women preachers. That that's a class. That's going to go down. It's a very classic title in my But anyway, there they are. Those are the recent ones. Okay. And then before, a while back, in 2022, I warned about Greg Locke. Pastor Greg Locke and his wife, Global Vision Bible Church, charismatic witches, and phony. Um, that's who they are. They're a bunch of lying fakes. All right. Uh, charismatic Greg Locke and his Demonic Awakening Ministry. There's another one. So some of it will be a review. And uh, some of it will be, but some will be a little bit of new things. Then we'll go over some things from the scriptures. From a good study on the history of the charismatic movement by... by. Um, David Cloud and and some of his information there that he has about that that's just basically facts and
1: uh but what caught my attention about this and bothered me so much is that
0: these devil possessed people These charismatics, who I believe are fully infused with devils to their toenails. And by the way, I went on Greg Locke's page and I told him so. I went on his page and I told him that you're a witch. Your wife is a witch. You're a bunch of money-grubbing
1: liars. Your wife is a Jezebel. That's out there preaching.
0: You call her a pastor. She calls herself a pastor and a prophetess. She's I, I've showed you that before where she
1: calls herself a prophetess. All right? And I warn them. Now,
0: one need only to understand a few things in order to mark the entire charismatic movement full of devils and to walk away from them. That it is an absolutely rebellious movement and nothing good can come out of it. There's a few things that mark the entire movement. I hope you're paying attention because there are a few things that show the absolute rebellion to God Almighty and one that could make you mark and avoid the entire movement. And maybe I'll do a broadcast sometime called 10 Reasons Why You Should Mark and Void the Entire Charismatic Movement that might be a better way to do that but i'm going to show you one in particular here today just to get started how i know that when somebody is in absolute rebellion i don't mean they're wrong about something they're deceived about something um they are you know they um they're naive about something okay
1: That, too, is bad enough, okay? That, too, is bad enough. But when you have a situation like this that is absolutely open rebellion and is apostasy, okay?
0: I'll go on record. I do not believe that Greg Locke is a Christian, and I do not believe Taya Locke is a Christian. I don't believe either one of them are I believe they are lost, and they are antichrist. They are religious devils. That's what I believe about them very plainly. And all they're doing is imparting devils into people. They're working for the antichrist. The beginning of the church age, if you will, to use that lingual, the beginning of the church age was marked with signs to Israel. It was marked with signs and it was marked with um, wonders for Israel. The end of the church age, we are warned that in the end times, in the end times, okay, in the end times that it will be marked with false prophets false
1: apostles
0: deceitful workers not with true biblical signs and wonders from the lord no god said that they would be marked it would be marked with in the end times it would be marked with apostasy it would be marked with deceit. That's the warning. And 2,000 years later, we are seeing that. We are seeing that apostasy. Okay? Now, one reason why I could tell you that everything that Greg Locke is doing right now
1: is being led by a Jezebel. It's being led by his wife. That woman has him taken.
0: And though it's his own fault because he turned away from the truth, Um, that man
1: is following witchcraft. It's most certainly what he's following. Plain and simple.
0: How do I know that? Because the King James Bible is very plain. But I suffer not a woman to teach. Nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. For Adam was first formed, then Eve. And Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. Notwithstanding, she shall be saved in childbearing if they continue in faith and charity and holy sobriety. Okay. So well, another witness to that is 1 Corinthians 14.34. Let your women keep silence in the churches, for it is not permitted unto them to speak. They are commanded to be under obedience, as also saith the law. And if they will learn anything, let them ask their husbands at home. For it is a shame for women to speak in the church. What came the word of God out from you, or came it unto you only? If any man think himself to be a prophet or spiritual... Let him acknowledge that the things that I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord. Paul says, if they think themselves to be spiritual, then let them follow the commandments of the Lord. By the way, that keeps silence is 10 times in the scriptures. Representing the law of God. When Jesus Christ came, he did not change the, the moral uh, fabric of marriage and of woman. In fact, Paul reiterates it in Ephesians that the husband is the head of the wife. And by the way, the husband is not allowed to give the authority wife or give his wife authority, excuse me. He's not allowed to give his wife authority to do things that God has forbidden them to do.
1: There is not one example. There is not
0: one example of a woman being ordained in the scriptures in the New Testament. There's not one example of a female preacher being ordained. There is not one example of it. There, there are no directions and qualifications for a female bishop. None. There are no directions for a female preacher. None. There are no qualifications for a female preacher.
1: None. There are no there are no. There are none. There are no qualifications
0: of an apostle or a female apostle. Jesus never ordained a female apostle. Ever. Jesus never ordained a woman. Never called a woman into the ministry. Never made one of his 12. Ever. This is how I can tell you that the entire movement and everything that they're doing is false. Because they are an absolute rebellion to God's order.
1: Let me show you, not to mention the doctrine, okay,
0: is off. It's not even biblical doctrine, period. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which called herself a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servants to commit fornication, to eat things sacrificed unto idols.
1: Right? So none
0: of that is biblical. None of that, what they're doing, is biblical. Now, this was just a prophetess. It wasn't even a pastor. It wasn't somebody ordained. It was a woman that came in and said, I got a vision.
1: I got a vision from the Lord. I got a word from the Lord. Right?
0: So because they had a they she had a, a word from the Lord, right? And God said that didn't come from me.
1: Well, Greg Locke goes a step further and And she's a pastor Holding the office of a bishop. which is direct rebellion to God. Right?
0: Every time Greg Locke explains the story, I've played all the videos for you. Every time Greg Locke explains the story, it's always his wife is leading everything that he's doing. She has the vision. She wants to cast out the demons.
1: She wants to do all of those things. She's disappointed that this didn't happen. He was praying over her for healing. Right She's leading all of it Because they're a bunch of witches, they are witches. And then when you
0: couple the fact that he openly, absolutely openly recanted of his position against Benny Hinn and accepted Benny Hinn
1: as a prophet. Right?
2: And Jesus never preached the gospel or commissioned people to preach the gospel in which he did not give them power over unclean spirits. The gifts have not ceased. The discerning of spirits is still alive. And I gladly, gracefully, double-dog dare any big-name, big-britches preacher in America to debate the idea that the gift... I don't care if it's John MacArthur. I don't care if it's Justin Peters. I don't care who it is. The gifts have not ceased, and you have lied to people, and you keep people in bondage because it feeds your ego. You either believe that God's power is big enough to change people's life, or you can go to another church and never darken this one again.
0: Have I made myself clear? Whoever said that God's power doesn't change lives? I preach the gospel and have for 21 years because Jesus Christ's power changed my life. That has nothing to do with your false equivocation. That has nothing to do with, with your false argument and your bait and switch. That's a bait and switch is all that is.
1: We all believe in the power of
0: God to change men's lives. That's what the gospel does.
2: Clear. Shout, yes! Shout, yes! Shout, yes! I ain't looking for a crowd. We don't need one. We got one. I don't need another best-selling book. I, I don't need more guests in the studio. They lined up stacked like cordwood now. I don't need another place to preach. I ain't doing this for clicks and likes. I'm doing this for life change. Devils still flee at the name of Jesus. That is who our church is. We're a Holy Ghost filled Pentecostal church that believes in healing, that believes in miracles, that believes in signs, that believes in dreams, that believes in wonders. That... So I just want to set the record straight. That's who we are.
0: That's who we are. That's who God's matured us into. Can't go back. These people. That's who God matured you into. So God matured you into leaving your wife for the secretary after she weaseled her way in and to turn your church into a charismatic church. And that's called spiritual maturity. That's growing in grace. That's what that is. You call that growing in grace? See, these kind of leaders are very dangerous. Because he is extremely charismatic. He always has been. And they're very dangerous. Because they sound right on so many things.
2: People think they're going to bully me in a corner and make me quit. Well, you know, maybe they're right. That got a little wild. I'd rather things get a little wild than be dry as cracker juice for the next 20 years. I'd rather people get a little uncomfortable and get a little nervous than everybody stand around like a bumping log. All the
3: earth shall shout your praise. I'm so bored all these days.
2: <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Wow.
0: Is everybody all right? <laughs> wow, what a devil. He's just mocking. He's just mocking the hymns of God and everything. I'm telling you what, these people are so devil-possessed. It's, it's ridiculous. They are devil-possessed people. And they want to mock God. So he goes to Benny Hinn, which I'm not going to review everything I said before about Benny Hinn. Obviously, I have enough teaching on that. I did three broadcasts on him and Benny. But listen, him and Benny Hinn... He chooses a serial adulterer like Benny Hinn because he's a serial adulterer. So he chooses one, right? Because he's a pervert. He chooses another pervert to learn from. Remember I showed you how Benny Hinn was with Paula White. Benny never stepped down from his ministry after he was sleeping with Paula White in the Vatican. Greg Locke never stepped down when he ditched his wife for his sec- her, her best friend and secretary that they hired He never he never stepped down from the ministry at all. He just kept going. Why? Because he's charismatic, that's why
1: And that's what they do.
0: He's the perfect antichrist type figure because he's extremely charismatic, he's extremely flamboyant, he's extremely loud. Right?
1: That's who he is. That's and he unequivocally follows Benny Hinn.
0: unequivocally wants to do, wants to follow him and wants to, wants to yoke up with him.
1: Why anybody would want to yoke up with Benny Hinn. It's because they have the same spirit.
0: They have the same spirit. And they believe in the they, they believe that the gifts continue, that they were not signed gifts to Israel, but they're necessary and needed for the church today, that we need the sign gifts. And that he's going to cast out devils out of everybody. But really, that's why these people are so anti-Christ. See, what I said before, the re- what got me the most out of this and made me talk about this again, is this part.
1: And children's mass deliverance. Right?
0: By the way, does anybody wonder why all these guys have wear glasses? Do you wonder why all these preachers that are running around healing everybody wear glasses? Do you ever wonder why Kenneth Copeland has a has a um pacemaker?
1: Right? Why Kenneth Copeland has a pacemaker when when he could heal himself? Well, what do you need a pacemaker for? Because they're liars. They're phonies. They're making merchandise of people. That's what they do.
0: They want you to leave the plain path of duty. But what got me back to this, because I keep saying this and I keep losing my train of thought here. But back to this. Children. These charismatic and people that are witches that are that are legitimately part of witchcraft and they're working for the Antichrist, they always want at the children. That's what they they always want after the children. Those that hold that charismatic devil casting out, there was a group of preachers uh, up in New England a couple of them years ago. And I never preached out in the street with with the main one, but I preached out on the street with one of the others. And then I didn't know this at that time, but then later on down the road, I found out
1: that they had, they would have
0: these, they would have these sessions with their children. Like we have Bible time. Last night we had Bible time. We were there. The children are memorizing Proverbs chapter four. Right? Three or four verses in Proverbs chapter four. Right? So we're going through this. What were these people doing? These group of of closet charismatic preachers, what were they doing? Casting devils out of their children every week. Like they were having monthly or weekly devil casting out things. You want to talk about confusing your children? And by the way, I'll tell you something. They cast out devils so they never have to repent. And no, Paula White is not a man. That's a woman. That's just plain stupid. Anyway, I'll get back to what I was saying. Um That's just plain stupid. I'll say it again. That is plain stupid. Anyway. I'll I'll get annoyed if I start talking about that cuz this subject already ticks me off enough. So I'm just I I'm not even going to respond to that. I'm just going to back off of that cuz if I start talking about that, I'll just get ticked. All right. Anyway, I'm just going to keep going. I'll keep going. All right, anyway. I don't need to let my buttons get pushed. It's been one of those weeks, so I'm just. All right, anyway, so here we go. This, this, these preachers up there, these, these closet charismatics that, that kind of shaded themselves as being fundamentalists. They, they were just basically gathering around and, and, and casting devils out of their children. And I mean, I parted ways with all of them. They are nuts. One of their, one of their disciples took a lady for, oh, I don't know, $250,000, married that lady and took her for a bunch of money. Left her broke with nothing.
1: Called me. Told me so. Right? Called me and told me so.
0: Guy never worked, just spent all her money. She had a house. She had everything. She married later in life. And he took her for every dime she had. Because they're a bunch of occultists. That's what they are. By the way, this same group of people these, these same groups of people were ones years ago that came and attacked me and tried to make me look like I was a big devil. Like I was just this, I was, man, I was this horrible uh, cult leader or something. And I was just like pressing people and forcing them and, and all this other stuff. Yep. Oh, yeah. And by the way, I, a lot of these people shunned me. They were, part of, they were some people that listened to me that fell prey to their lies and followed them. And then I never heard from these people until years later like I always do. I always eventually hear from them. Five, six, seven years later.
1: Hey, Pastor Cooley, can I talk to you? Sure. Sure.
0: I'm like, well, man, I ain't heard from you for like, I don't know, six years. Yep.
1: Ah. That's what happened. I just keep
0: serving the Lord, doing the same thing I've always done, by God's grace. Anyway, so when that clown show did what they did, I, I completely separated from all those nut jobs. Well, then I found out I had, I had a nut job just like it right in our church.
1: Right? So then, one of those nut jobs said stuff. And what was one of the first things they wanted? They wanted access to children. Ah, told me all kinds of stuff. They
0: were vampire. They were, they were that. They got trained to infiltrate churches. All kinds of stuff. Do you believe it? Yeah, I believe it. Absolutely. I believe I was attacked by Satan. You never convinced me otherwise.
1: I can't. I, so, what caught my eye is this. That's what caught my eye. Oh. You want to have a mass burning, a cult burning. And children's mass. Hmm. So, see, that got my attention. Because it's the same mo, and then I know what spirit they're of. Like,
0: oh, that's what you want to do. See, I didn't put two and two together completely until after I decided to do this, and then the Lord filled in the pieces of the puzzle for me. Oh, that remember that's the same thing that happened.
1: Oh yeah. Or not, not did happen. Right? It's not missing. The screen's too big. I couldn't fit it all on there. So... They want this children's mass deliverance, right? Cuz the real problem today
0: the real problem today is that everybody's just possessed by devils. So that's why children have so many problems today. So it's not it's not pastors leaving their wives, ditching their wives And Mary and the church
1: secretary. It's not, it's not leaving. It's not leaving
0: their wives. It's not turning, not fathering your children, abandoning your
1: responsibilities. It's it's demons. It's demons. That's what it is.
0: Nowhere in the New Testament will you ever see Jesus advertising for a mass children's deliverance.
1: Nowhere.
0: Nowhere will you see that example. Nowhere will you ever see a woman casting a devil out of a child or anyone else for that matter. Nowhere will you ever see instructions for a woman to do such things. Nowhere will you ever see spirit slaying and laying on of hands. Nowhere will you ever see a woman that is, that is commanded to lay hands.
1: Nowhere will you ever see that in the scriptures. Nowhere will you ever see the example of it in the scriptures. But he
0: has a woman that talks nonstop. And that would be the most annoying. You you know, it would be real hell on earth. A woman that never shut her mouth. Now that.
1: That. That. Is hell on earth right there. That's judgment right there. But this woman. Is given the pulpit. This woman and their focus, these two, their focus is children. They're like, well, we're not going to have Halloween. We're going to have the the burn. Right? We're going to have the real burn here. Which you can't find any of that in scripture at all.
2: Here you go. Do not, do not jump up right now and rebuke me for what I'm about to say. On three occasions, we're going to go through all of them, not today, thank God. On three occasions, kids were brought to Jesus, not of their own will, of their own volition, but by their parents that had epileptic fits, anger issues, outbursts of emotion. And because we've called it possession, parents refuse to deal with it. Are you telling me my kid's possessed? No, I'm telling you, your kid could be demonized and attacked, but your doctor calls it autism. I don't care if you stand or not. I don't care if you leave or not. I'm telling you, there's deliverance in the name of Jesus Christ for your children and their children's children. There's deliverance in that. No such diagnosis in the Bible. Jesus cast out that oppressing spirit and the child was made whole that very hour, the Bible said, that very hour.
0: Okay, so here's what he says basically, if a child has autism or a child has some other disease some other something else
1: due to like, you know, vaccinations or other things
0: that that's really a demon there because there's no such diagnosis in the Bible of autism. So because there, there isn't, then what that means is, is that you, that your child you just don't have enough faith so if your child has behavior issues you know all children have behavior issues it's called parenting your children
1: it's called parenting your children you parent your children through things
0: you teach them Right now, I'm teaching a series on on through the Bible or through the book of Proverbs on guiding Christian children about them turning from reproof and following good wisdom. And my sinner, my, my sinners, I did that again. <laughs> my son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. Warning children against sexual sins. God's way to avoid adultery. The danger of following whores. Three ways to keep pure in a perverted world. Destruction, wounds, and dangers of adultery. The dangers of adultery. Warning youth.
1: Warning them not to be foolish. Preparing children for a perverse
0: world. The stra- Warning her of the strange woman. The attire of a harlot. The eyes of a harlot. Warning children to beware of the whore.
1: Proper biblical correction for children. Teaching children to follow wisdom.
0: All of those things are dealing with children and teaching them and guiding them, parenting them, correcting them. But you don't have to do that if you're Greg Locke. You know why? Well, everybody just has a devil, so you just cast the devil. If they got bad behavior, you just cast the devil out. If they have autism, well, then you just cast, it's just a devil. That's what what it is. Could you imagine confusing a child when you go up there and you and you cast a devil out of you pretend to cast a devil out of a child
1: and then and then the symptoms don't go away Right? Then the symptoms don't go away, and when they don't go away? What do you think that child thinks? That they're possessed. Now, remember, this whole thing got started. This whole thing got started
0: because some devil told Greg Locke that he had witches in his church. Well, that's the public example the private one was his wife was leading him all the way that's why he did the movie deliverance whatever it was called (laughs) i don't know what it was called it's as creepy as deliverance
1: we got
2: first and last names of six witches that are in our church and you know what's strange three of you are in this room right now Three of you in the room right now. You better look in my eyeballs. We ain't afraid of you, you stinking witch. You devil worshiping Satanist witch. We cast you out in the name of Jesus Christ. We break your spells. We break your curse. We got your first name. We got your last name. We even got an address for one of you. You so much as cough wrong and I'll expose you in front of everybody in this tent, you stinking Witch. You were sent to this church to destroy us. You were sent to this church to lure us in. You were sent to this church to cast spells. Listen, some of you been sick because you befriended that witch. Two of you in my wife's latest Bible study and you know who you are. And we're going to ask you to get out or I'll expose you in front of everybody. We got all six of their names. All six of them. Two of them had already been confirmed before that thing ever even said it first and last night. This chick is new to our church and don't know none of you. So you got a choice. You can leave with your spells all by yourself. Or I'll show up next Sunday with a stage full of brooms and I'll give you one and I'll fly your tail up out of this place in the name of Jesus. But we ain't playing your spell casting, witchcraft, nonsense, sage burning games. Everybody okay? (laughs) The witches are like, nope.
0: (laughs) And your little dog, too. You're out, witch. Wow, okay. So, if you had witches in your church, why in the world would you let them show up again? That stuff's not taken care of in the pulpit. That stuff is taken care of in private. You tell them, look, You're not welcome to come back. But
1: showmen do what he's doing. Showmen do what he's doing. He said that a devil told him the names of these witches. Okay. I'm just curious. Why would you listen to the instructions of a devil? Why would you follow the instructions of a devil? Why would you do that? That's not biblical. Why would I believe what
0: a devil told me? A lying spirit, a devil, why would I believe what they told me? I'll tell you why. Because Greg Locke is bewitched. He is literally, he is literally
1: bewitched. That's what he is. And that's, what, that's why he follows what he does. He's bewitched. Bewitched by his wife.
0: It's classic for women to come into a church like that, try to seduce the leader that's there.
1: Destroy any semblance
0: of good that's there. But also what it does is it outs whether the man is real or not. And this
1: man clearly is not.
0: Clearly. You know, um, we talked about this already. Here's, here's. And by the
1: way,
4: I really <laughs> like him on the spot, on the yeah. spot. He's very dynamic. At one time, Southern Baptist. Mm-hmm. And I look at the way he's dressed, very spiffy. Yes. Anyways,
2: Pastor, so glad you came. Thank you for having me. You know, I was actually independent Baptist, which is a little bit more fundamental than Oh my goodness than the Southern Baptist. Okay. And uh, literally twenty one years ago I wrote a book against you <laughs> for all the wrong reasons because I had read and heard and you know, watched all the out of context clips in those days and I literally had No affinity whatsoever for anybody in healing ministry, deliverance ministry. I thought all gifts, miracles, tongues, signs, wonders ceased. I was Baptist amongst Baptists. I was an
0: absolute cessationist. He was not Baptist among Baptists. He's always been a little showy, a little showy loudmouth. I was
2: taught that the apostles had power. When they died, the power died with them. So when I would see you on TV, I would immediately... Have this bitterness that would well up in me towards anybody that was on, you know, TBN or CBN or Seven Hundred Club, and the law- he called
4: his book Blinded by Benny. <laughs> Blinded, Blinded by, by Benny. Benny with
2: the white suit on the front. <laughs> with the white suit, that works. I'm pretty flamboyant now. Man, I, I love it. So it just took one day for you to rub off on me, but uh, you know, I just, I really had an absolute aversion to anything that was supernatural. Wow. But the more I read the Bible, the
0: more powerful. The ministry of the Holy Spirit became. And so I tell. He's lying, first of all, because you don't get that from the Bible. You don't get that from the scriptures. You don't. You don't get that from the, the Bible that God wants us to walk around. The Apostle Paul did not teach us in the epistles that we're to walk around and do this. He didn't teach that. That was a very small part of his ministry. In fact, he instructed on how to live for God. People, the theology of God's word ruined
2: my man-made theology. Because I was always taught, well, you know, they just believe in experience over theology. But what I found out is that's not the truth. You believe in experiential theology. You believe your theology. That
4: is really, really powerful. He's got a church now outside Nashville. Thousands of people. Yes. What is it? Eight thousand or something? Well, we that?
2: baptized nine thousand five hundred people in the last three years. We consistently run a couple thousand, three thousand. Wow! In a tent. In a, I saw the
4: tent.
3: Yeah, it a,
2: looks quite nice. It's too. a three thousand seat
4: tent. But you've got to hear this man. <laughs> you know, he'll he'll talk more about what happened with him. But it's really a needed ministry, and he just mm-hmm. did a movie. I'd like to talk about that. Yes, too.
2: absolutely. But keep going. I'm enjoying. it. Yeah, that. yeah. Well, I, really, what happened is my wife and I are from two different worlds. She was saved out of a ditch of addiction. I was saved out of religion. So she didn't have to unlearn anything. So what would happen is we would lay in bed at night and she would read the Bible and she would like, honey, do you realize we have power to cast out devils? We have power yeah. to lay hands on the sick. Yeah. We have power to speak an unknown tongue. And I'd be like, yeah, hey, I know the Bible says that. And I would be careful because I didn't want to be- See? See how, his,
1: see how his wife taught him this?
0: You see that. He just admitted that he learned all this from his wife. People got to be dumb to fall for this. He just admitted that everything that he learned is from his wife. The one that he left
1: his first wife for and married his secretary. That's where he learned it from. Back in the corner
2: and take her fire away from her because she was just so passionate. She was so innocent in what she was learning mm-hmm. from the Holy Spirit. And I was like, nah, well, let's throw the Jake breaks on. I don't want the invitation to go too long. If anybody falls out, somebody's going to see it on the live stream and think I'm Benny Hinn,
0: right? <laughs> and so. And by the way. Right. Right. Think I'm be- so, so I can. So, in other words, this is how this works I can do everything rebellious to God, rebellious to his order, rebellious to his teaching. I can, I can shake my fist at God in heaven, ignore everything he says in his book for some signs and some wonders.
1: And then I can call it from God, right? And that's what I can do. I can I can just say it's from God. But wait a minute.
0: Um. But your wife is preaching. Oh yeah, that don't matter. But Benny Hinn's a a pervert.
1: That preaches a prosperity gospel. That's on TBN. That's made millions of dollars. That's been proven a phony. Right? Right, remember that? Let's see if I can find that. Here it is. right?
4: Jesus is still in the healing business. There's one, two, three. Nobody gets the faithful out of their wheelchairs these days any faster than Benny Hinn. And when Pastor Benny comes to town, no civic center is big enough.
3: God has just healed her.
4: Healed her of what, Pastor? Polio. This woman who said she had polio and would never walk again, she and her friends say she just climbed out of her wheelchair and walked? It's a, miracle.
3: it's a miracle. It's unbelievable.
4: Pastor Benny knows it's great TV, but does he know, does he care if these healings are genuine? Anybody could make up anything. Someday somebody's going to do that. And Probably. what are you going to say then? I don't know. I can't tell you now. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. Oh yes, it has. Remember that woman supposedly cured of polio? Pastor Benny knows it made for a great episode of his TV show. He knows it probably helped squeeze even bigger donations from his flock, but there's something he doesn't know. That woman works for us. Woman doesn't have polio, never did. Then why did she say she had? We put her up there to see if he could tell her story was not true, to see if it would matter, to see if he would ever check. So Benny, is it faith? Or is it fraud? I'm still a human being like you. Made many mistakes. Big ones. And will still make mistakes. But
0: I really want to do better. I really want to. Oh, What a nasty, creepy devil, man. What a nasty, creepy devil. So this is the guy that Greg Locke yokes up with. This is the guy that you and I are supposed to believe,
1: right? That that he's real. We're we're supposed to we're supposed to believe right? That 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 guy really really was uh is a healer. Right? So he was set up, right? And it proved that he wasn't real. Now remember, now remember.
0: Greg Locke knows all this. Greg Locke wrote a book against this. Greg Locke recanted all this and went and yoked himself up
1: with him. Right? So you ask yourself the question with these charismatics and what they are doing.
0: as they fly around with their jets, as they make, they make millions of dollars off of people.
1: And what are they? Charlatans. They're phonies. Right? That are making a lot of money. There it is.
0: I am going to. We're going to talk about some of this. We're going to get into our Bibles here. Look at some of these things. right? But see, Benny, uh, Benny and Greg and Taya Locke, all, they're going after the children.
1: Remember, he was yoked up with this guy. Isaiah Salvador, right?
0: He's yoked up with this guy
2: how can a christian who has the holy spirit also have a demon
5: yeah so this is a major question that we can probably go along on we won't take a lot of time on it but i tell people all the time a christian could have whatever they want like they say a christian can't have a demon and i'm like uh, what else can they not have are they not allowed to have a donut or they not allowed to have a coffee like a christian no, can have whatever not. they want when you get saved You don't all of a sudden get a license to live however you want and be protected in fact god never protects people in disobedience so if you open a door like if i open my front door right now i don't get to say if a fly flies in you're not allowed to fly in here because the door is open a fly can come in a wasp can come in a rat can come in if you leave the door open stuff can come in whether you're a christian or not so a couple things we have to ask ourselves number one is there any scripture that says a Christian can't have a demon? Because at the end of the so day, is there a place in scripture where the Bible says you can't, a Christian can't have a demon? And the answer is no. There's nowhere in the Bible where it says a Christian can't have a demon. In fact, the Bible would point to and allude to the fact that deliverance is actually for Christians, actually for the believer. And, and, then, and then let me also bring up another point. Deliverance would be pointless if Christians can't have demons. And the reason why I say that is bingo! Bingo!
1: That's right. Would be pointless.
0: Because it is. The whole deliverance ministry is pointless for Christians. Salvation is deliverance. Being born again by the Spirit of God is deliverance. The Bible says that you are sealed under the day of redemption.
1: Right? That you are sealed unto the day of redemption. That's how I know
0: Christians don't have devils. Where do you ever see Jesus or the Apostle Paul casting devils out of born again believers? Nowhere.
1: where do you see the apostle
0: Paul giving instructions for the church and oh by the way foolish Galatians don't forget to have devil casting parties don't forget to exercise devils out of people nowhere in there are we given instructions for casting devils out of born again believers nowhere you lying little snake You serpent from hell, you disgusting, nasty, vile, putrid,
1: false prophet.
5: That is is if a Christian can't have a demon, all we need to do is get the person saved, and automatically all the demons will leave. Amen. Amen. Making deliverance unnecessary. So yes. Amen. I agree. Case closed. Praise the Lord.
1: See how that works? Right? Ain't that a blessing? That's how that works.
5: Absolutely, a Christian Mm -hmm. could have a demon. Well, how could the Holy Spirit and a Mm -hmm. demon live together, they don't. The Holy Spirit lives in your spirit. You become alive in Christ and your soul, which is your mind, will, and emotion. Second Thessalonians talks about this. This is the place where demons live. The Bible also says nothing good lives in your flesh. So God does not live in the flesh. uh, Demons are able to also live in the flesh. So yeah, those are-
2: How often would you recommend to go in for a session
5: I mean I change my oil on my car every 3,000 miles so it's no problem getting an oil change every few months I would I would go through deliverance every couple months every six months it depends on how free you want to be I mean if you're okay with if you're now listen I would recommend every few months and here's the thing once you learn how to do deliverance once your husband or wife knows your wife could deliver you you don't need Isaiah Saldivar you don't need Apostle Pagani you don't need Mike (laughs) Signorelli your wife could deliver you so Don't be afraid to deliver your kids. Like, if you're out here in the chat and you watch these videos, you get trained, you should be able to do deliverance on your kid. Oh, my goodness. I hate this so much. I absolutely hate this so much.
0: It is such a lie. They are, I'm telling you, that guy is possessed. Hey, and if you act now for 9 dollars I'll throw in my DVD set so you can learn how to cast out devils yourself. And then you can cast out devils out of your children. Your wife can see, hey, honey, I don't want to obey you today. I think you got a devil. I'm going to cast that devil out of you. My husband needs deliverance. Yeah, my husband, he needs deliverance because he's got devils. I'm telling you, I saw it this morning. When he got up and didn't like the eggs I fried for him and he had a problem with it. So I was watching Isaiah Salvador's video and I figured out that there was nothing wrong with my eggs. It was him. He had a devil.
1: Where where do you see these instructions?
0: Nowhere. So the Apostle Paul's talking about husbands and wives, and he's he's giving directions in Ephesians and in Colossians and other places. he's he's given directions And he seems to skip that. He seems to skip exorcism. He seems to skip casting devils out at the kitchen
1: table, right? He seems to skip that. Right? It seems like that's not there. But this is the example that they give. Right? Hey, anybody
0: can do that. You don't have to go in. You don't need anybody else to do it. Hey, you
5: don't need anybody else to do it. If you act now, we'll throw this in. Every few months. And here's the thing. Once you learn how to do demons, demons live. The Bible also says nothing good lives in your flesh. So God does not live in the flesh. Uh, Demons are able to also live in the flesh. So yeah, those are
2: how often would you recommend to go in for a session?
5: I mean, I change my oil on my car every 3,000 miles, so it's no problem getting an oil change every few months. I would I would go through deliverance every couple months, every six months. It depends on how free you want to be. I mean, if you're okay with, if you're now listen, so I would recommend every few months. And here's the thing. Once you learn how to do deliverance, once your husband or wife knows, your wife can deliver you. You don't need Isaiah Saldivar. You don't need Apostle Pagani. You don't need Mike Signorelli. You're- yeah, cause seeing how there's no Apostle Pagani, What is that? That sounds like something I ate when I was in
0: Italy. Did I eat an Apostle Bagani? Maybe I ate one of those in Italy. I don't know. Did I eat one of those in Italy, Carl? Is that Oh, oh that's a Oh, that's a real Apostle? I thought that was a dish. Apostle Bagani. Hey, Apostle Bagani. I don't think I need any of those things. I have a King James Bible and I have the Holy Ghost. I don't need any of those things. See, so demons are basically like changing your oil. These are the people that These are the people
1: that are yoked up with Greg Locke. These are his buddies. These are the people that they hang out with, right?
5: Your wife could deliver you. So don't be afraid to deliver your kids. Like if you're out here in the chat and you watch these videos, you get trained, you should be able to do deliverance on your kid. It's like, it's not that bad. It's not that hard. So I would recommend, man, make sure that your wife, your spouse, your kids, train them up, train them up. So in case you need deliverance in the middle of the night, You don't have to go on the deliverance map. You can get delivered right there. Really? Train them up. You know, in case you're in the middle of
0: the night, you're like, man, I got to go to the bathroom. And you get up and all of a sudden you're like, we do not have a demon. We do not have a demon. We do not have a demon. And you got to be delivered like in the middle of the night. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, that happens like every day. I mean, I just get up and walk around and all of a sudden, oh my goodness, I need delivered. I mean, what am I going to do? It's like, I, I, I got to get delivered.
1: I, you know, I, I haven't really ever woke up in the middle of the night and been like, you know, I think I need delivered.
0: You see, this is how they replace. This is demonic activity. It's devilish activity, what they're doing. They are attracting devils with this.
1: They are attracting devils with this. That's what they're doing.
0: No one walks around on a daily basis, a weekly basis, no Christian that has the word of God walks around and says, you know what? I think I just need delivered.
1: I think my wife needs to cast out a demon out of me. I
0: I think that that needs to happen. I, I think, you know, Or my children. Oh, my children are not obeying. Oh, they must have devils. Well, they might have a devil for a parent if you
1: don't correct them and teach them. But to insinuate that your children have to be delivered from devils all the time?
0: Right. Okay, kids, line up like Jacob said. Okay, kids, line up. Time for your quarterly demonic purge. Oh, I thought that was just bad behavior. No, that's devils. That's. So raise them up in the nurture and
1: admonition of the Lord. But
0: also cast devils out of them on a monthly basis. Ah, huh. yeah, I've never seen that in the scriptures.
1: I've never seen that
0: in the in the Bible where God told us to do that. Have you? You see that in the scripture somewhere where you
1: where God told you to do that? Did you see that somewhere? Almost, Jacob. I almost saw it, right? But you see, this is their game. They get you into a counterfeit spiritual war.
0: It's a counterfeit spiritual war. They get you fighting a different war. Do you understand that? This is, this is a spiritual psyop.
1: Of epic proportions. That's what it is. But
0: these are the people that Greg is yoked up with. Now he's denounced this guy. Right, but back when he was back when he was yoked up with her, with this guy, Daniel Abrams, what did he do? He casted out a a, a spirit of a mermaid.
1: Right? A spirit of a mermaid out of a girl, a little girl.
0: It's fake. What they do is fake. What they are is fake. But the problem is they're so dangerous because they distract from the truth. And they do the opposite, like witches do. They do the opposite.
1: Okay. They do the opposite of what they're supposed to do. Okay. they actually impart devil.
0: And he's telling him about these these encounters with Bigfoot that he's having. Nephilim, 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 Nephilim. And I lifted up my sword. Crazy. And I was like, and he was like, and I was like, <laughs> I'm getting my shotgun. I'm getting my 45. Yeah. Ten spiritual warfare. <laughs> give me my gun. Give me my 50 cal. Give me my my Uzi, whatever I got. Just give me something, and I'm blowing these things away. The okay, burn. so you aimed your prayer. What are you, like a prayer? You got a prayer bazooka? You got a prayer <laughs> missile? I aimed it. Strong spiritual warfare. I aimed my prayers at that side. Boom! And I fired.
4: This sounds like intense spiritual warfare.
0: He did spiritual warfare. Prayer and 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 strong spiritual warfare, I guess. Whatever that is. Those are the key words: strong spiritual warfare. I'm gonna take my guns, and I'm gonna get my car, and I'm gonna go home. I'm going home. I'm not sitting in the woods with a bunch of whatever they are. And we did strong spiritual warfare. Strong spiritual warfare. And I did strong warfare. Because we're in strong spiritual warfare. Go home. (laughs) If there was some Bigfoot crazy psychotic devilish creature out there that was growling and grunting and backmasking Led Zeppelin songs to me all night. I'm not going to sleep, bro. No, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm not sleeping with that thing there. We both did intense spiritual warfare. And I saw Golden Rooster's. When Bigfoot didn't touch me and left me alone, I did strong spiritual warfare. Bigfoot it, ran. The struggle is real. That's the truth, man. They won't be hairy.
5: They won't stay. spiritual, spiritual warfare. warfare.
0: Glory in the upper bowl. And he shoots the glory at him. Glory in the lower bowl. And he... This Bigfoot was talking to my mind telepathically. Okay, That it was in a biological container. What are hoops? Like, whoop, whoop. Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) Still too funny, man. Years later, still too funny. All right. Well, here you have it. This is, and we're not done yet, but uh, by a long shot, but but we're going to talk about, this is Greg and his friends, right? Uh, Greg and all his friends. And their little demonic world. And they want to, They, you saw what he said about, you know, you'll always need them. Because you always need deliverance. So you're always going to need Pastor Greg and Taya. Taya and Pastor Greg are going to have to come over and they're going to have to cast devils
1: out of you. Right? That's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to cast devils out of you. This is the work that they do.
0: Now, what does the Bible say about these gifts and these wonders and these signs and everything else?
1: They rip this out of context. Okay? turn to acts chapter 2 verse 16 go there
0: but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel and it shall come to pass in the last days saith god i will pour out my my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy Young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream on my servants and on my handmaidens. I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy And I will show wonders in heaven above, and signs of the earth beneath blood and fire and vapour of smoke. the sun shall be turned into darkness, the moon into the blood before the great and notable day of the Lord come it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call in the name of the. I'll be okay.
1: So. One of the key
0: notes of the Pentecostal movement. Is ripping these verses out of context. Peter says he says the Joel prophecy was fulfilled in his day with the events of Pentecost. Peter explained to those gathered before him on the day of Pentecost that the events they were witnessing, the tongues whereby every man heard them speak in his own language in Acts 2.6, was prophesied by Joel. Peter says that the prophesying was fulfilled in his day at the beginning of the church age. The prophesying of Acts 2.17 and 18 was connected directly with the tongues and the prophesying that occurred on the day of Pentecost and with the ministry of the apostles. The rest of the New Testament confirms this. Paul explains that tongues were a sign for the unbelieving Jewish nation. Look at this. 1 Corinthians 14. These special signs and wonders were done for a purpose. Look
1: at verse 20.
0: Okay. Brethren, be not children understanding, howbeit malice be ye children. But in understanding be men, The law in the law it is written, with men of other tongues and other lips will I speak unto this people. And yet for all that they will not hear me, saith the Lord. Wherefore tongues are for a sign, not to them that believe, but to them that believe not.
1: It was for the Jews. The signs were for the Jews.
0: Second, there are two parts to the prophecy that Peter cited. The first, the prophesying, and second, the signs in heavens. The signs in the heavens are said to be in the future. I will show wonders in heaven. And we know from other scriptures that the last half of Joel's prophecy will be fulfilled at the Lord's return. These things will not occur till the end. Just prior to the return. the heavenly signs are described in the book of Revelation. Third, the last days is a period of time that began in the days of the apostles and that extend throughout this present church age and includes the events surrounding the Lord's return. It begins with true signs and revelation from God and it ends with false signs and revelations from the devil. Look what John says in 1 John 2.18. Little children, it is the last time. And as you have heard, that Antichrist shall come. Even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. John taught that there will be an Antichrist who will arise at the end of this age, but there are also Antichrists, plural, which will operate throughout the age. This describes the general course of the church age, which is described in the New Testament. Apostasy or a turning away from the apostolic faith has increased and spread throughout the age. The Spirit of God warned that evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Ultimately, this progression of error will blossom into the final apostasy see in Revelation 17 and 18. The Bible warns us over and over again that the end of this age will be characterized by false miracles. Jesus said it, Matthew 24:11, and many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. Matthew 24:24. 24, 24. That For there shall rise false Christs and false prophets, and they shall show great signs and wonders, in so much that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. 2 Thessalonians 2, 8 and 9 talks about it. I've went over these verses with you, but I don't mind going over with you again because that's exactly what these people are doing. In their phony deliverance ministries. Their phony exorcisms. Which I believe is witchcraft. I believe what they're doing is witchcraft. Second Thessalonians 2, 8 and 9. Then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, shall destroy the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. Here it is, friend. The gospel's too simple for them. Living for Christ daily. The plain path of duty. Raising our families for the Lord, working hard, planting churches, growing in the grace of Almighty God, uh, raising our children for Christ, leading a wife, a wife submitting to the husband. The plain path of duty is not enough for them. They need signs. They need wonders. They need all these things. Revelation thirteen
1: fourteen.
0: And deceiveth them that dwell, look at verse 13, and he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles, which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast, which had the wound by a sword, and did By the way, we are warned that an evil and an adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, Matthew chapter twenty But he answered and said unto them, An evil and an adulterous, gener- an adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. There shall no sign be given to it but the sign of the prophet Jonah. Sixteen four. A wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, and there shall no sign be given unto it, but the sign of the prophet Jonas. What is the sign of the prophet that Jonas repent? kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's the charismatic move. You know, I just, I never get hired of warning people about this. I have seen this nonsense and what it does. But listen, here's how maybe I'll do this on Friday. Maybe I'll do it on Friday. You know, 10 ways to identify the charismatic movement as false. And and maybe I'll do that on Friday because that's I think it's important to have a clear teaching about that, where it's a simple outline that people can follow. 10 Biblical Reasons the Charismatic Movement. False. Maybe that'll help some people. They can go to that in short, and they can just click on that, and they can be like, okay, there it is. Because I, I, I'm telling you, God taught me to hate this. I always did hate it, but he taught me to hate it even. More. He gave me a personal reason to hate it. He gave me a personal reason to war against it and to hate it because I believe the charismatic movement
1: is the counterfeit.
0: To it is Satan's counterfeit to biblical Christianity. Now remember, I, I'm gonna. T- I I I don't want to. I'm gonna talk about this more on on Friday. I think. I, I really think I'm gonna. But the charismatic movement
1: is designed by Satan to distract and to get people caught up so they can get caught. It's destructive. But having been burned by it as bad as I have personally,
0: It is a war that I intend to fight until God takes me home. Because I hate it that much. And I know it's false. And I've been burned by false brethren crept in unawares that acted like they were children of God.
1: They were able to do it by the power of Satan. See, this charismatic movement, they like to emphasize the
0: miraculous. They, their goal is to emphasize the miraculous. We'll talk about that again on Friday, probably. I'll save that for them, because I think that that would be
1: a really do. These men are very deceptive. They're very deceptive men. Some of them more so than others. Okay? Some of them are more so than others. These guys
0: are phony, and they're dangerous. They get you off of what... See, here's what you have to understand about the Antichrist. This is why I warned so much about the Antichrist, that spirit of Antichrist. That spirit of the counterfeit.
1: Because that spirit of the counterfeit is
0: so close to the real. In some ways. In other ways, it's like, whoa, these people are way off. But in some ways, the things that they say are so close that you have a hard time not believing that like how could somebody like with Greg Locke, the way he started out, Greg Locke started out
1: very strong. But then he has with his charismatic With his charismatic uh, design, he has has literally brought a group of people with him, right? And he has taken them. That's his design.
0: That's by design. That antichrist spirit is like that. It is so close. See, when when error crept into the churches early on in the New Testament and it was warned about, they would make subtle deviances away from the truth.
1: That's what counterfeits do. They
0: make subtle Deviations from the truth. Small, they're little, but they begin to do
1: it. That are damaging.
0: Just because something is found in the Bible doesn't mean what that person is doing is biblical. I can find signs and wonders in the Bible. That doesn't mean the signs and wonders that they're doing
1: is of God. Right? But that's what they
0: want you to believe, that what they're doing is of God. That is is that charismatic and demonic
1: spirit? They take things from the Bible. And they say, We are we are duplicating the same things. Not no, you're not. They, none of these people have any proven healings. Jesus had absolute undeniable healings. Right.
0: Jesus had undeniable healings that no one could deny. In fact, they killed they wanted to kill him because they
1: were real. But these people,
0: and by the way, the ultimate goal of this is a bridge to Rome. Rome started the charismatic movement.
1: And it's a bridge back to Rome. You have Benny Hinn, who is in Rome.
0: You have Paula White. Now you have Greg Locke, who is yoked up with Benny Hinn. Okay, and you have Kenneth Copeland and Jesse Duplantis who are yoked up with the Pope and by the way they're all wealthy like the Pope too they're all wealthy men do you see the connection it's part of the bridge to Babylon
1: it's part of the bridge back to Rome what it is friend Absolutely. All right, well listen, let's play a song here.
3: In the dark.
0: Until the storm passes by, listen, friend, don't let Satan talk you out of the plain path of duty uh, to mesmerize you with things. That's the devil's plan to try to mesmerize you and to get you distracted. If If he can work discontentment in your life and in your heart, he'll distract you from the work that God has you to do. All of these things are fictitional. You know how you raise children? You raise them. They don't need devils cast out of them. What they need is proper biblical instruction and care. You know, it's a lot easier to blame everything on a devil than it is to repent. Because that's what these people do. They blame everything on the devil. Oh, the devil of tobacco, the devil of uh, cheeseburgers, the devil of alcohol, the devil of this.
1: You don't ever have to repent. You can just blame everything on a devil.
0: Your problem ain't devils. Your problem's in the mirror. Your problem is personal accountability and walking with God. Act like everything, oh, marriage, you know, your your wife will notice it and then she'll cast out a devil out of you.
1: Is that right? So your children don't get sick anymore. They just got devils. We got a flu season. We got a duck season. We got a deer season. But we ain't got a flu season. Flu, I bind you. Flu, I bind you. Remember that?
0: Boy, I'll tell you what. You start blaming everything on the devil. That's a good reason. That's going to be a good way for you to not live for God.
1: Blaming everything on devils. Then you got no personal responsibility. Right?
0: That's a good way. That's an easy way to live, ain't it? Everything's somebody else's fault, not yours. Paul did say we are not ignorant
1: of his devices, right?
0: Lest Satan should get an advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices. Yeah, that's a work of Satan. He has devices out there. Wherefore, Paul said, wherefore we would have come unto you, even I, Paul, once and again, but Satan hindered us. He said Satan hindered him. It stopped him.
1: Sure, Satan can hinder you, impede you, obstruct you, Of course he can. If God allows him to, but he can't possess you. Can he? Can't possess you? Paul didn't run around and Timothy. Cast out that demon in your stomach, Timothy. Oh, he said, drink no longer water, but drink a little wine, right? See.
0: Yeah, here it is. Drink no longer water, but use a little wine for thy stomach's sake and thine often infirmities. Right? He didn't tell me, you better cast out that demon out of your belly. I just watched a Rodney Howard video on Times 2. I got to find that one. He was laying hands on somebody and the guy was on the floor rolling around. He was like, get that bubble out your belly. Get that bubble out your belly. And I put it on times two. And he was like, get that bubble out your belly. Get that bubble out your belly. Get that bubble out your belly. Oh, I got to I got to have Andrew do something with that. That's going to be fun.
1: But he's not saying that he's not saying, hey, you got to cast out that demon in your that devil in your belly. Or every time you have a disagreement with your wife. Pastor, I think my wife. A devil. Or wife saying. I think my. I think my husband might have a devil. Really? they might be acting like one. But they probably don't have one. It might be influenced by some.
0: if your whole life was subject unto Satan's kingdom like that, you have armor to keep devils from you. What do I have armor for?
1: Look, I'll show you.
0: Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. You have armor on to keep things out.
1: Satan is not
0: within. His devils are not within. You're fighting them from without. Or you're getting pummeled by them, but
1: they ain't in you. The Holy Ghost is in you. Bunch of stupid fools. They're devils is what they are. They're possessed by him because they're lost. You're fighting an enemy that's
0: without, not within. The enemy within is the flesh. The enemy without is the devil.
1: That's Christianity 101. Want me to show you? I'll show you. Man, I thought I was done. I ain't done yet. I have just begun. All right. Hey, you ready?
0: Here it is. And you, who's you? You that are saved. And you, hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in times past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, That's the lost,
1: not the saved. He's contrasting the difference.
0: They have the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. We don't. We're quickened.
1: We're quick and made alive. They are dead and spirits float in them. See the difference? Anybody out there listening? <laughs> You're a Christian. You don't need devil's exercise out of you. You need to be obedient. You need
0: to follow the Lord and obey him. You need to follow the scriptures. You need to submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Draw nigh to God and he'll draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Got nothing to do with devil possession right here. He tells you that that's what you were. You had devils floating in and out of you as lost people.
1: But not now. Not now.
0: Hire these liars. They're a bunch of liars is what they are. Snakes and false prophets designed to enslave you and teach you lies in a counterfeit war. This is the real war. The war between the flesh and the spirit. And yes, you have an external enemy and he's outside. And that is Satan and his kingdom who you're
1: wrestling with. That's why you have armor. And if I brought a bunch of kids together, it'd be to preach the gospel to them, not cast out devils out of them.
0: They need the gospel. They need to be saved. They need to be born again by the spirit of God. All right, I'm getting naughty. All right, everybody. I'm preaching tonight at 745 Central Time, p.m., 7.45 p.m. Central Time on SermonAudio.com slash Pastor Cooley. You can watch the live service, the live preaching back in Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. That's what we're going to talk about tonight. We are not going to finish the verse tonight. We're just going to get that part of it done. So
1: 7.45 p.m. tonight, which is in about three and a
0: half hours or so. Also, this Saturday, we'll be preaching live on the streets. Pray for us. Saturday, broadcasting live, Saturday night from the streets, somewhere around 6 p.m.
1: All right, so you pray for us. We'll be preaching.
0: God bless you all and and take care. And if you'd like to give to our ministry, number one, pray for us. We need it. Number two, if you'd like to donate, here is oldpathsbaptistchurch.org. Oldpathsbaptistchurch.org. Scroll down. You can click on PayPal, Venmo, Apple Pay, or any other way you can figure out. All right? Uh, then you can go down to our sermon audio page. If you want to mail something, it's 1030 South Highway 3, Northfield, Minnesota, 55057. All right
1: Anyway, God bless
0: you all, take care. We' we'll be back again, Lord willing. Till then. God bless you all. Take care and share this with somebody so they hear the truth of it, so they don't fall for this damnable heresy, this garbage from hell.